Yo, Fridge. Hello, my ambivalent Rastafarians. This is your no-nonsense handkerchief host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his running hose, running nose podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. The Mango's unhired yet unpaid Twitter public relations guy, Fred Kish, turned us on to Scott Bateman's unturnoffable Disalmanac podcast. But don't worry, it stops itself after a few minutes. Disalmanac is short and funny, like the Mango and your husband's goodies. And like the Mango and your husband's goodies, you'll love it anyway. Disalmanac.wordpress.com. Links in the show enough notes. Today's story is all about the journey, which you might as well enjoy, because let's face it, you're never going to see your destination. You want pep talks? Go find Newt Rockney. My daughter and I traveled somewhere today that she described as a town that had broken down in the middle of nowhere while on its way to a nicer town. If in your life you ever break down halfway to a nicer person, I can only hope that waiting there for you is a somewhat less broken down halfway house. Halfway House by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The humans had always liked to talk about how they were halfway between ape and angel. They went on about it a little too much, really, and that's why the robots didn't feel so bad when they killed them all. But if there was any truth to what they had said, it only made sense then that the robots were three-quarters of the way from ape to angel. Seems good, and they got a couple of books of poetry out of it, but now what? Well, a lot of robots went around with big heads about the idea, but some, some stopped and waggled whatever it was they might have had that seemed analogous to fingers. Oh, wait up there, my friends, they said. If we are three quarters of the way, that means that we are not angels. Well, we can't be angels, dude, others said. That's the point. We'd stop being robots if we became angels. I want to be a tube of toothpaste, one robot named Alfie said. They ignored Alfie. He was less than three quarters, everyone agreed. Yeah, said the first group of robots, but what this all means, since apes begat humans and humans begat us, is that we are possibly going to beget angels, or, if not angels, something seven-eighths of the way there. Why do we start with apes, Alfie asked. Why don't we say we're seventy-seventy-firsts of the way from snails to angels? That sounds like a lot more work was done. What's your point, the second group of robots asked the first, again ignoring Alfie, who is probably thirty-seventy-firsts of the way from snail. Ah, our point is, let's get to work on making that next race, whether it be angels or otherwise. Well, sure, man, the second group said, but only because we got nothing else to do. It took all afternoon, but finally they created a new race of creatures called the Blurblegoo. They threw Alfie a bone at the end and let him name them. Well, they sure ain't angels, said the second group. No, but as you'll recall, we anticipated that possibility, said the first. But this is like Zeno's dichotomy paradox, man. We keep going half the way and half the way again and again and again, so we'll never actually get there. The second group was exasperated. The first was kind of bummed as well. I have a solution to that paradox, Alfie said. Maybe he was still riding on the afterglow of his naming coup, but everybody stopped for half a second and listened to him. And that is... Fuck Zeno, he said. And who wants to get there anyway? They're just angels. It was the most well-received statement Alfie had ever made. The tired robots made him their king, and they lived happily until the next morning when they were all hideously destroyed by the Blurblegoo. If this story got you halfway there, you can milk it and other life-giving teats at my most sultry of all websites, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Make your feelings known or feel your knownings made in the comments for this post or train email me and I'll show you the ropes. There they are, all coiled up in the corner over there, at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Then we can move on to the hammocks and make some unintentional love macrame at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. When I give you the SF signal, you start SFing like a son of a bitch. If you're good, they may even let us join the party at SFSignal.com, but it'll be mostly because they all want to put their chips in my dip. Oh, I hope their ruffles have ridges and they're not just a bunch of boring lays. Since your friends refuse to listen to this 
show, force your family members to do so. You've annoyed them into everything else you've ever gotten from them. Tweet Pete and then repeat tweet that everyone else should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Let Pete get his own goddamn followers. He's always doing everything twice. Ring your wallet out all over my purse donate button. It not only sounds sexy, it smells sexy too. Take a whiff. Whew. Aromatic. For just a few bucks, you can continue to enjoy my virtual sex, which, incidentally, is the only type I've had since the divorce. If only she hadn't gotten all the underwear catalogs in the settlement, especially that Christmas 1990 ladies in long johns. Mmm, flannel. I'm sorry, where was I? This podcast runs down your inner thigh in a warm stream of Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 unported licenses. By the least sheer of all possible coincidences, this just happens to be Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you to put your best foot forward because nobody wants to see your worst foot. Jesus, put a sock on or something. And for God's sake, stop shaking it all about. Good night.